and greetings. Hey, nice that you would download this from our Relying K interview page. I just love Matt Thiessen's approach to lyrics, and I'm obviously not the only one, though I am the one guy who carries recording equipment all around. I'm Frank Jenks from Listen In, and Matt has always been quite congenial and forthright in his own struggles in life, not afraid to put them out there, which we all love, don't we? I love it. We are just broken people looking for a fix-it shop and pulling into this virtual Reliant K garage. It's a good move. Thanks for thanks for listening in. Nobody's ever really they never criticize um I mean I work with the guy who produces our record, he's like his name is Mark Townsend, he's like a good friend of mine. So like when when I present a song to him, he's like, you know, I I don't really get this or this and I'm like, you know what? Me neither. I was like, I'll fix it because I want to, but not like he doesn't make me. And I guess we're at this the point now where after we've written enough songs and that whatever whatever we do can fly. Like I could, you know, write a song. Like we wrote a song on there called Gibberish and it's there's not real words in it. We just made up words for the song. So, you know, like um obviously we get to do whatever we want pretty much. So it's cool. And like me at the time, Matt didn't do a lot of radio listening, but I asked him how he found new music. I go to absolutepunk.net probably every day, um, as, as cheesy as people may think that is. I don't know. It's just really, a lot of times they post about insignificant stuff, but like, you know, like I'll find out that, you know, this album's coming out and this is cool. And so I'm like, oh, I should check that out. So uh, I'll do that. Or, you know, um, I'm in a band with, you know, five other guys that um, love music. And if they hear something that they think I'll like, definitely they, you know, introduce but it to me. Is it less the radio now? Than it ever was. Yeah, for me, it's definitely only the internet because I don't have television and I don't I have really I don't have a way of listening to the radio unless I'm driving in my car and you know I've got an iPod there. So, uh, I so hate consequences. That's a statement and a great tune. It's just that song's just about running away from them and then like how you know it's like. It's like, you know you screwed up, you know that there's going to be some sort of price to pay for it, and it's how long can I, you know, get away from that? How long can I escape suffering something, you know? Because there's there are times when we do something, like, pretty terrible, and we do get away with it. And so the song's just about trying to, to run from God, pretty much. Here's Matt speaking about life after death and the struggle. It's basically a song about faith. Like, um, I don't know, like, everybody struggles with... Uh, you know, um, with the concept of Christianity and how much of a fairy tale, how much of a C.S. Lewis book it, it seems like, you know, um, with, you know, the, the cross and all that stuff. And uh, so just like it's kind of an answer to like the struggle, like, all right, you either got to pick, you know, are you going to believe in this or not? And if you do, it's, you know, you're never going to get enough evidence to convince you 100%. That's why it's called faith. And so it's kind of just like jumping off a cliff and you're just saying, all right, and that's what I'm kind of decided, you know, that's what I'm going to do with my life. I'm just not going to, I'm going to try and doubt as little as possible and just like, as far as my life is concerned, you know, if, uh, you know, if there's no life after death, I don't care because I'm just, uh, you know, I, I believe that there is. And so, you know, I'm just going to do whatever it takes to. But there is life after taxes. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a dumb song title. <laughs> but. Here he kind of goes into, what if Good Charlotte wanted to write about Jesus? I think it's very ironic that, like, uh, if they wanted to write a song about Jesus and, you know, have, you know, Jesus' name in the song, 
it would be cool. But like, if we did it, it's like um, expected or something, you know? Like, because we've done it before, and like, but like, you know, sometimes I feel like you can get into trouble by, you know, because it's such a specific thing and such a, a huge deal, and um, you know, it can almost people can perceive it as cheesy, like oh, it's just another cheesy Christian band or something like that, you know? Here's Matt speaking about the song "Be My Escape." Be My Escape is definitely a lot more spiritual, though, as far as like being in a rut that way and just kind of like not doing anything to better yourself as far as like, um, I don't know, just in a mental and, and state of heart. Like, uh, so that song is just about, you know, that sort of thing. But it goes hand in hand with, you know, your daily routine getting stale. Maintain consciousness. Go, Matt. Talking about being in a rut and stuff like that. Um, but as you said, you know, it's everybody goes through it. Like everybody, like everybody I know has, has got some sort of some sort of routine that they uh, they don't enjoy. Um, and they, you know, the goal, I guess, is to try and replace those things with things that you do enjoy. And ask them about the artwork on their CD booklet for Mm-hmm. It's actually meant to be said, kind of like if you're looking at the album cover, you're just kind of like, mm-hmm, like kind of like it's overcast. It's kind of like, oh, Reliant K and another dumb album title, sort of like roll your eyes. And it's a it's a very, um, uh, you know, dark record with, you know, rays of sunlight coming through the clouds sort of thing. And that's kind of what, uh, you know, the artwork was supposed to. The original flower was actually, it was a pot of flowers and it looked really Beach Boy smile-ish or Brian Wilson smile, sort of that cover sort of thing. Like really happy, but yet there was still the dead flowers in there. And so that was kind of the point. But then like we ended up making it overcast and, and just a little, you know. So that's kind of what our year was like. It was like, you know, it's it was a really good year. But there was like a lot of crap that we had to get through to, to get, and that's, you know, it's all over the record, you know, just about getting over the, the stuff that's not, not fun to deal with. Here's Matt speaking about more than useless. You look at it like, man, how fast, you know, a year goes by and, and uh, I don't know, it just seems like uh, a lot of times, you know, like, like my goals are always like, okay, I need to be writing this song for this thing or, you know, something. And then like, I think about like, how many days last week did I actually work on something or do something that means something to me? And like the answer is usually like, you know, one or two, not like six. So it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I waste a lot of time. But you know, that when at the time of writing that song, it was just like, I don't know, feeling like, even though, you know, I got in the band and doing all that stuff and touring and, and, and all that, sometimes I just felt like I wasn't doing anything that was, I don't know, n not only productive for me, but, you know, making any sort of an impact on anybody else and uh but you know it was song was basically about like um you know if you're in that mentality don't be because it's you know probably not the case love this title which to bury us or the hatchet that song was about a really specific situation that i've actually i don't talk about it just because i don't want to be too specific but um but it was like uh like i was actually really kind of happy because I, I went through this like really uh, crappy thing and instantly you know I wrote this song about it I vented I got it off my chest and um, you know it was just about it wasn't about it's not about a girl it's not about you know my dad or you know like uh, like all these people like always assume things but it's not about any of that it's just about this one specific relationship and it was you know a friend and, and uh, you know but um it was just like saying, you know, like back when I was little, like I sometimes I would get in fights with my sisters, and I'd I'd go to my mom like I hate I hate Jessica, and she's like she's like you can't hate 
your sister. She's like, you cannot like your sister, but you always have to love people. She's like, in general, she's like, that's that's the way the world works. She's like, either you're a loving person or you're not. And so, I've always kind of carried that with me. Like, I'm gonna love, I'm gonna love you no matter what, no matter what you do to me. But sometimes, you know, it's okay not to like somebody, and that's what the whole song's about. So, yeah, you keep the bad, but the good you just forget. Whether it is a relationship or whether it is myself, harboring the bad. Mm -hmm. I mean it. It just sucks yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just the, it's the way you know, majority of people are set up that the the negative things tend to spike, and uh, you know, the the really good things they're just like, oh, that was great, but like it doesn't stick out, it doesn't stick with you for some reason because there's all these overshadowing, I don't know, negative things. I love this title even more. Who I am hates who I've been. That was written in Australia, actually, uh, which which explains like the first line in the song, um, watching the proverbial sunrise coming up over the Pacific, um, and so that kind of says, you know, I was on the you know the Pacific coast in Australia where the sun rises over the Pacific instead, and that is supposed to go into the fact that like saying that line and keeping it kind of ambiguous like that, nobody really knows where I am, and the whole point of the song is I didn't want anybody to know where I was like as far as like my heart was concerned because I. Didn't I just felt like I was in a really, I was in a really bad place. Like not like super bad or anything like that, but like I'd just been negative lately and been fighting with with you know some of my friends in the band and stuff like that a little bit when we were in Australia. And it was just like I just kind of like at the end of my rope. And I was like, man, you know who I, I, I just I need to change. And so like the whole song is about just changing who you are, and and then the new person just despising that dark, you know, cynical person. What what helps you get out of that place that? It's, I mean, it's definitely, you know, um, you just have to be able to, I don't know, be, have a state of mind where you can say, okay, tomorrow when I wake up, I have the opportunity to change things and like about myself and, and make my situation better. And, you know, it's basically in our hands if we're going to do it or not. And so in that, writing that song, you know, it was seriously like a time where I'm like, okay, tomorrow, like, I'm going to start working on this and, um, you know. It's, uh, you know, that was definitely, you know, I'm, I'm better off now than I was at that point. So, you know, it worked. But of course, you know, there's always times where we fail again and stuff like that. And that's all over the record, too. <laughs> Without regret. You likey? I sure do. I'm... I'm Frank Jenks for listening to our thanking you for downloading and listening in to my 2005 interview with Matt Teeson of Reliant K. You know we have an assemblage of these digital audio files, either in this conversation form or listening podcasts. Really, you should just snoop around. I mean, come on, it's a website, so it's like open all the live long day and the live long night. Great. Thanks.